Hi, my name is Desiree. And my name is Jade. And welcome to the Tin Cannular Podcast. This is a show all about our unfiltered opinions and unsolicited advice. Every week, we'll discuss a topic that applies to our lives that we think deserves some attention. It's going to be a mixture of our serious thoughts, stupid ideas, wild conspiracies, ridiculous anecdotes, and more. So whether you want to learn from our mistakes, be comforted by our thoughts, or if you're just in the mood to chat, we've got the show for you. Before we begin, let's get a quick disclaimer out of the way. In this episode, we talk about conflict, sex, and we make a lot of sarcastic comments and crude jokes. The list goes on. Remember that this is just a podcast. We are not experts in anything, and a lot of what we say is said in jest. Listener discretion is advised. Hello. Hi. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Nice to see ya. Episode three. Episode three. Wow, look at us. We're just we're just doing it, aren't we? Let me tell you. My week this past week, and I know you've had a week as well. Um exhaustion, fatigue, exhaustion, fatigue, um scarcity, the true meaning sickness. Of scarcity, I mean sickness, poverty, poverty. everything. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Yeah, quite literally poverty. Oh my God. Through it all, the most menacing thing in the world has happened to me this past Mm -hmm. week, which is that I have (laughs) re-entered my Ariana Grande stan face. Oh my God, me too. Wait, did you really? Yeah, no tears left (gasps) to cry. I literally revisited the whole Sweetener album and I was like, absolutely, this this is my truth. Yeah. That's insane because I was thinking about you because- Whenever I think of Ariana Grande and like listen to her music, I do think of you because Desiree and I have had this love for Ariana Grande and also sort of like n- not the no hatred, no hatred at all. But I like, want to do better. Also, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I want to do better. Like her, we're both like such Ari stands, yeah. and at the same time, we're like you need to clean yes. it up. So, for instance. I cannot stop listening. I have a disease called I can't stop listening to 3435. Oh my god. Oh my which god. is one of her most problematic. It is so songs. problematic, but it's so good. Like they put crack in that track because oh, like such actually a banger. they did. It is so good. Yeah. I'm Wait, this is so funny that you have are also in your that we must have been psychically linked on this. Truly this somehow. week. Because I think I, I also think of you when I listen to um No Tears Left to Cry, first of all, because like that was that was Jade's jam, yeah. period. Like you know, we were we it were was. vibing. I like I when particularly when we were in uni, there were like obviously, you know, everyone has those days. But I feel like that track in particular, No Tears Left to Cry, <laughs> just kind of like I don't know, it was like the clouds seemed to part. Maybe there was a rainbow. Yeah. Like, you know, we're not crying yeah. anymore. We're not crying anymore. We're No. We're living. We're living. <laughs> I'm waiting for a huge truck to go by. I Sorry. I was like, no way. You can hear it, I'm no sure. No way. No way. <laughs> it's just like the biggest trucks in the world coming down my suburban streets. Um, yeah, no, look, Ariana, No Tears Left to Cry is like the quintessential 20s song, <sighs> like young adult song oh, to me. God. That one, 3435, indeed, like listening to it, the, the, the beginning where she's like, um, what did she say? <laughs> I, I, I know exactly. If I put it, I'm playing. Just, just give me a baby. baby. <laughs> oh my God, ew. Desert and I, <laughs> in college, we were literally like, that is so sick so and psychotic. Sick. She said like, give me them babies. Literally give me. I hate that though. When people say this. I hate when people say stuff like this. And this is, by the way, like PG-13R, maybe log off if you know me, please. Um, 
I, I just hate, like, if you're related to me, definitely log off. Please. I hate when people say, like, I swallowed his kids. Oh, my God. Why? That makes me feel so sick and ill and the actual disgusting i mean the memes that come out of that as well about like i don't know just like <laughs> oh god like literally them like anthropomorphizing that the actual sperms like please, it's just so please. weird why the i can't do it say that <laughs> i swallowed his kids mm. please mm, mm. get a grip <laughs> get a grip of yourself by the way never do i hate women more like but never try. do i become more of a misogynist i'm like we gotta bring it back to we gotta go back to being illiterate honestly like this is how this podcast is actually going to turn into fresh and fit you know those guys who are like <laughs> who are like and women do they deserve to orgasm? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. No, truth be told, like, I do think that we are going to become like a fem cell podcast yeah, accidentally. Right? <laughs> I do think like where, by which, because incels, here's the tea, incels and like super alpha male podcasts, they hate women, but they also hate men because that's not true masculinity. Like no. they are also haters of men because they have such a narrow belief of how you need to act as a man. We're going to be the same. I have a very narrow belief of how we should act as women. Like, right, right, right. No of reclaiming course. sexuality. Uh-huh. Do n- never, ever, ever say you're going to swallow Truly. someone's kids. However, exception made for Ariana Grande saying, just give me them, baby. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I love it. I like, it's, it's not that I love that she says it because when I hear it in the song, like I almost want to unhear it. But then as we go yeah. on and we go further, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. That as well as positions... Um, I oh, do have to. That one's that. a true. Talking about let's talk about like misogyny. Oh that my god, song is it a true problematic. It. It's so problematic. It is so switching up positions for you, cooking in the kitchen, and I'm in the bedroom. Like those are the only two positions oh she holds. God. Also, what I like is that in the music video, she tries to get away with it because she's like a CEO. She's like the president. Imagine, girl, imagine, your lyric girl. said, "I'm cooking in the kitchen and I'm in the bedroom." Switching up positions for you. Oh, God. Now, look, me taking back everything I just said, we support women. We do. Women's rights and wrongs, indeed. Oh, more than rights, I do support women's wrongs. If you want to cook and you want to be in that bedroom, Ari, like, I'm here for you. I'm here for it. Unfortunately, it's such a banger that I will also sing along. But, but, oh, my God, oh, my God, thank you, next. (gasps) Wow. My heart. That one, by the way. There was a time where I did record myself. I learned that song on piano. Oh, my God. And I input Desiree's various X's in the first four (laughs) bars of that song. And it it actually worked. And so, like... It worked so well. We did that a lot, though, where we would go through, like, various people. By the way, if you can hear the most obnoxious sound in the world beeping through this microphone, it is because my neighbor's fire alarm has been going off all morning. Of course. All morning. Someone is cooking. Yeah, it's just every sound. Someone is cooking incorrectly ariana is up in that kitchen and she should go back to the bedroom she needs to go to the she does bedroom not belong in there yeah she's cooking incorrectly um i forget i don't know what we're talking about this, <laughs> well you know this what beeping really now we're talking about music right i've actually been listening to a certain album and i've been thinking of you because okay i think like maybe that was a few years ago that might have been two or three years ago i remember jade saying she was like you know the thing is is that like people have a lot to say i'm or their lack of to say about Ed Sheeran. But that album, I think it's the Plus album. Is it the Plus album? His first Bitch. one. Oh my God. Yes. I wasn't with it in 2013 or 2014 when it first dropped. But now that it's fall season and I'm literally like going through and having a listen, um, it is incredible. It is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this one, oh my God. I think it's in, 
I can't remember what album is. I'm just now becoming an Ed Sheeran stan. Um, not any, like Rightfully. his stuff, his more recent stuff. No, I'm not really standing that. But like no. the old stuff, I'm actually revisiting now. And I'm like, this is absolutely incredible. I think that one track, I don't know if you've heard of it, Dive. Um, yes, of course I've heard of it. Oh, oh, oh my God. I listened I listened to that for the first time today. And you know, when you do like that stank face, like you're listening to something and you're yeah. like, oh, <laughs> like I was oh listening God. to that. And I was like, yes, it was, it was eliciting that reaction. Girl, he could sing. And, uh, no, yes, he can. He can sing. <laughs> that boy oh could sing. Oh, let me tell you, that album, everyone, every, this alarm, this alarm, can you hear it? Yes, I can. This is so obnoxious. Ed Sheeran, that plus album, everyone nowadays refuses to admit. Here it comes back. Here comes that alarm. Yep. It- <laughs> were you silent or were you silent? Silent. That's how I'm feeling right now. That's how I'm feeling right now. Everyone wants to pretend because Ed Sheeran sold out. And I'll admit that. Everyone wants to yes. pretend that his first album, like it's irrelevant. It also didn't slap. Give me love. He was yelling. Give me love. He was yelling. You need me, I don't need you. You need me, I don't need you. His last line is, they say I'm up and coming like I'm fucking in an elevator. Are you kidding me? Ooh. The lyrical genius. Wait, what What song is that? Oh my God. You need me, I don't need you. First of all, the boy said, sing rap. He said, I'm going to sing so fast I'm almost rapping, but I won't be rapping because I am a British boy with red hair and Truly, I'm not yes. going to do that. And yeah. I appreciate that from him. Me too, actually. Um, it's th- such a sick song and it ends. They say I'm up and coming like I'm fucking in an elevator. And just that bar, that line, he gobbled the entire music industry up with that. And now he writes songs like Bad Habits. And the, I actually think it's because he's happy because he wrote some bangers when he was like couch surfing and insecure and maybe drug and alcohol dependent. Oh, plenty drug and alcohol dependent. Yeah, definitely. Thank, thank God he's none of those things now. And he has like children and a wife and cats and he's happy. Does he have kids? Like, I obviously, Holy shit. Yeah, he got kids. Or I think he, at least one. I haven't kept up. I don't know. Fair. But he has a wife and a child, maybe multiple children. And, um. Yep, 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 yep. I'm happy I for mean, him. truly listening. I don't even know, like that, that newest song that you mentioned, I don't even know that one. Cause like literally I do not give it the time of day. His new tracks, I give no time out of my day into listening yeah. but yeah, yeah the, the oldies like i'm really jamming out to that lately it's been ariana grande yeah. it's been ed sheeran um it's been random tracks as well but like revisiting the oldies has been giving me a serotonin boost that i feel like i've definitely needed yeah and you know i'm not really a pop girly like i don't really listen to pop music that often but the grip ariana grande has over me is so real and so potent I will just always love her through through anything, through every phase, through every race that she becomes. I love her. Oh yeah, her. every <laughs> in, indeed, indeed. Oh my god, I I do. I I, I have to admit, yeah. like, you know, I do, is she still invited to the cookout? No, no, uh, she's had that revoked. But like, <laughs> but, but she, I mean, she's still, she's still, she that bitch can. Oh my god, that bitch can make a banger, a chin, yeah. an absolute yeah. no, chin, an absolute chin, an absolute yeah. chin. On that, on that, um on that tangent uh jade actually sent me a track that she um recorded and so the thing is is she usually doesn't do like poppy sort of like singles i guess but she actually did like this amazing song it was super poppy i absolutely loved it she was like i don't really know 
this is my sort of, you know, genre. But she sounded so good. Literally, I was like on my way to the grocery store and I was just like beep bopping to the grocery store. (laughs) It was so good. So, you know, we're, we're living with the music lately. Definitely. Yeah. It's a pop era, pop fall. Actually, for me, fall is always this season of classic vinyl rock. Like, ah. I love, like, a little bit of rock in the fall. Also, because a lot of rock songs sing about Halloween-y, spooky, witchy things. Um, so, for instance, and now there's a plane going overhead. What is going on on my street Planes, the second trains. we start recording? It's like every possible, the kettle goes off, the I'm fire really, alarm goes off. I'm waiting for Michelle, your dog, to break down the door and get at you at this I, point. He... He's actually in here. Oh, oh um, and oh. while I was talking at one point, he did click clack his acrylics across the floor, the most Love obnoxious, that. loud way possible. But now he's curled up all angelic on the bed. The topic for today, though, actually, maybe we should get to it, is actually very exciting and very interesting. Oh my interesting. god, I am exciting. I I am exciting. I am excited. Honestly, like I'm I'm a I'm gonna let you finish, girl. I'm gonna let you get to what you were saying. I think that this topic in particular is going to strike the the hearts of many. Um, because we've all gone through this mm-hmm. maybe once, maybe twice, yeah. maybe a thousand times. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold on. What? Did you do the write up? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> right, okay, so. <laughs> like super super um super organized here so i thought it was me i checked the dock and i thought it was oh is it on the dock it could easily be it could easily be that because i because we changed the order of things i just copy and paste it and i forgot to change i I forgot to change the name so that's that no but that's on me that's on me i should have checked because i knew i was like she did last time but i was like oh maybe she has a lot to say on this particular I, I was like I'm like you don't get this one it's mine. yeah it's like it's mine you and I just talking about Ariana Grande and Ed Sheeran we're like hee ha ha anyways who did the actual work talk about the topic no, yeah. no one okay <laughs> yes. great Quite we were awesome. both listening to my brain was getting rotted by positions by Ariana Grande so Truly, why would I have no done time. any work honestly yeah. no time no time to, to do the work we literally were just Oh my god, not the dilly dally. It's only the third episode and we're already dilly dallying. You know what? I'm kind of living, I know. to be honest, because I feel like this this topic, I definitely feel like there's a lot to say. And so, Jade, I don't know if you want to introduce it or, you know, what, how do you want to do it? Yeah, well, I'll just throw it out there. So, okay, guys, sorry. This week, because neither of us did the write up, because we're both. <laughs> we both were, like I said, having our brains rotted by Truly, pop music. Week, we're just going to free ball. <laughs> we're going to free we're ball gonna, like, We're going to free testicle yeah. this shit. I think yeah. um, that... Free testicle. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I, I think it'll still be good. So what we're going to do is uh, the topic for this week was, slash is, when do you cut someone off? Because this is difficult. It truly is. Like, it's not an easy thing. Some people are really good at it. Some people do it too much. Some people never get the strength to cut people off. So the question is like, when are you supposed to? How do you know someone's pushed you to the point that it's over? When do you stop trying anymore? I feel like personally for me, oh my God. So my very own history with quote unquote cutting people off is quite a diverse one because growing up um, in the Caribbean <laughs> in general, 
Uh, literally, I feel like the culture is like very harsh <laughs> in some ways, not always, but like growing up, it, like I feel like the sort of, um, I don't know, the, the sort of runarounds that are more consistent in like Western culture where it's like, okay, well, that person did that. Like, let's give them another chance or, you know, like they didn't mean it yeah. in that way is definitely very much um, like disregarded. I feel like... <laughs> where where I grew up if someone really did something to you that you found unforgivable or like really really hurt you the first thing that people do is is they tend to cut people off like literally snip snap like straight up so I for me I grew up in that sort of environment where if I didn't like someone or say we I had beef with someone or I mean usually it wasn't me but if I was like watching the people around me like if if you had a problem with someone you guys didn't talk and so I think it was really interesting like um first moving to the US as well as like Canada and just being in like the Western world overall where there was a lot more like safeguards I feel like that were put in place when it came to when to cut someone off. So, you know, okay, yeah, maybe they wronged me like once or twice, but you know, they didn't mean it in that way. We'll see. Like, you know, like it's sort of like a one, two, three strike. You're out. I've never played baseball. I don't know um, the Lego, but like three strikes, you're out. Being such... Us both being such girly girls, no cool girls in sight, no pick me girls in sight, no sport girls in sight. Literally. Desiree and I are like three, three, four, six, three, four, uh, six strike. strike. Yeah, right. Oh my god, home run! It's a home run, and it's a slam yeah. dunk. It's a slam dunk. He he he. I don't know. It's reminding me of that video of Mariah Carey when she like, I don't know, she like. She like she sang like the, the national anthem or... and like yeah and then yeah, afterwards yeah. she did the she threw the first pitch and literally it's the most dainty shit I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life like her leg even like literally bent up when she like threw the ball yeah but yeah like and all the ball by the way gets no air it just no air hits the floor immediately the by the way that's such a hot girl moment having no aim and no ability to throw and then oh. she kind of like tucks her hair behind her ear she's yeah, like, she's oh. like <laughs> I'm just no, a girly hot. girl it was hot. But yeah, yeah it was like it, it, it was more like a three strikes you're out kind of system when I got to like this part of the world. And so it's been interesting. My relationship with cutting off, being cut off um, has definitely evolved over time. And I found my own way, I think, of incorporating how to cut someone off because it's necessary. Right. Like it is genuinely necessary yeah. to do that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, like I've just kind of found my own sort of stride with that. Um, and definitely as the, the episode progresses, I'll talk more and more <laughs> about oh, how yeah. I've had to apply it. But yeah, yeah. like what it, overall, like generally speaking, Jade, like how have you implemented the sort of cut off sentiment? God, I'm terrible. I'm terrible at cutting people off. Like it's actually one of my biggest weaknesses is I do not know when to stop giving someone another chance and it's funny because I think that my personality I don't think that people necessarily expect that from me all the time like yeah I think my energy oftentimes is not harsh but sometimes no nonsense um so I for instance Desiree and I love to look at each other or when we would live together we would look at each other and be like that person is lying like we would both have this like criticism of people this like judgment but I say judgment in a more like in the less like unnecessary, harsh, over, mean, stupid yeah, little things, like superficial way. things, more like critical. That's yes. maybe what I would say. Like an ability to be critical to Coming analyze to the a text. Rational at hand. conclusion, indeed. Yeah. Yeah, precisely. 
Um, so I, I think I definitely have that ability to be a judge of character and to be very scrutinizing even and, and to pick up on the little things that someone does and be like, that's a red flag. That's not okay. The problem I have, and I'm sure many people have run into this, and I know you have before, Desiree, too. It's when you're like, oh, I see that this is bad behavior. I see that this person is bad for me. I see that this is there. There are these red flags. Um, I probably shouldn't be friends with this person. They don't treat me well, yada, 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 whatever it is that you could need to cut them off for. Because I understand it, because I see it, because I see what's happening in front of me, it's like my brain thinks that that's enough. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I can't really, that's fine. If I understand what's going on, then then they're not really doing it. But that's not true at all. It's still happening. Yeah. And it might still be worth ending a relationship over. I have a lot of issues taking it to that second step. So when it comes to cutting people off, it takes a lot for me. And oftentimes, not to sound like a martyr or anything, it does take someone else I care about being hurt by that person. I was about to say that. Yeah. 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 That's huge for me. I can be hurt by someone 17 times. 17 times. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. It's just, it's never this bad. I don't know what's going on today. It's a wide array. I can be hurt by someone 17 times over and just like keep taking, and now another plane's going over. Do you hear that? I can hear it now, actually. Yep, yep. Loudest and longest plane that's ever flown. We were, we were like actually having a conversation before we started recording and it was literally dead silent. On Jade's end. You could hear a pin drop. Dead yeah. silent. As soon as we start recording, every crazy. like it, every there, there might as well be a parade outside. To be honest, it, uh, watch in a second there will be the acapella crew from next door is going to start performing in the streets. They have a flash mob. My God. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I can be hurt a ton by someone, and still let them stay in my life. And then the second they mess up with someone I care about, that's when things get serious for me, and I change my ways and I have to cut them out because I think that's really the only times that it's fully happened where I've fully cut people off is when they've hurt people I know I don't really know I haven't cut that many people off yeah that's fair like I mean I feel like we're both like pretty amicable personalities where we it's not like it's not like I routinely cut people off my older sister I'm not sure if you're uh if you're listening but um my older sister is like notorious like I Jade and her sister definitely know my older sister for like talking about like literally just blocking people like you know if you're tired of someone block them just hit the block button um Desiree's sister was saying she even blocks artists on Spotify she She, did not like their behavior in the news that week and she's like I'm blocking them she's an artist literally a block queen and I mean like you if you trouble my older sister, even in the slightest, you can expect to be blocked. And I think that, you know, that works like wonders for her. That genuinely works wonders yeah. for her. That doesn't necessarily fit my mold um, because mm-hmm. I do have more of like, she's she's kind of cutthroat. Like I'm definitely a, like very much softer. And what Jade said about like, Jade and I definitely have had mutual situations, situations slash situations where we've had to cut off like sort of like a mutual person that we know. Um, and it does get hard when it's personal and it's just like about you, but it's a lot easier to cut them off. Definitely. When, um, you're in, it's, it's in defense, um, of other people, because I don't know, for some reason it just like makes it more legitimized, but I've Mm -hmm. like, honestly, across time, I've been learning to 
cut people off for me. I think that old habits die hard. And I think that really hard lessons do have to be made um, in order to get to that point. And I've definitely, like, I feel like the both of us have have definitely had um, experiences of that. And there aren't many times in which I've had to cut people off. But usually, I think the common denominator of when I usually would have to cut people off is when literally they are, they're making me feel really shitty about myself. Like, genuinely making me feel shitty about myself. The first time that I I cut someone off, I was actually maybe 13 or 14. Um, Oh. Yeah, which is so interesting, right? Like, I don't know if I've ever shared this story with you, actually. That's so funny because I don't think I know it. I'm literally just remembering this right now. So, um, guys, six years, six years into a relationship, and we're still learning about each other. We're still learning about each other. Every day. It's so weird. Like, literally, memories just recover themselves so randomly in my head. It's absolutely insane. Um, But the first time I had to cut someone off is when I moved away. Um, and I had like a really good friend of mine, uh, in, in my hometown, um, who like, we were still like talking every day, but I've already moved. And this person in particular always wanted to have a hold of me, always wanted to have a hold of me. Like, um, you know, whatever I did, whoever I was with, they wanted to know it was getting kind of controlling. It was getting kind of possessive. Mm. And this is someone that I considered to be a really, really close friend of mine. Um, and it got to a point where I literally can remember where I was. I was literally in biology class. It was great. It was like, I think it was like ninth grade. Yeah. It was ninth grade in biology where, um, this person had just made me feel so shitty about myself at 13 because I didn't respond to their message literally five minutes after they sent it. Like I went 10 minutes without responding to their, their, their message and, you know, they, they threw a lot in my face about like their own mental health issues. And of course, like I totally respected that, but it was getting to the point where they were starting to not on my own mental health. Yeah. Um, and so I just remember sending that last message that was like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't understand why you're upset. And I never, ever, ever answered a message after that. I literally never did. Wow. There was just like something in wow. me that was like, I just, I can't do it. Like I literally do not have the space to answer this message. Yeah. And that was the, the very time. first time that I cut someone off. But for right, like if it's a mature thing, you did because if you just it wasn't compatible anymore. Yeah, it just wasn't working. And I feel like it was actually weirdly when I look back on it and like I put myself in the same frame of mind that I was in before, like or at that time, yeah. I realized it was quite animalistic. I didn't actually think it through. Mm. Like and especially being 13, you're not thinking about you're barely thinking about anyone but yourself. But of course, like. That, that yeah. was a really good friend of mine. So I was considering that person's feelings, but I, I just like, it's just, it's like, <laughs> this is so dramatic, but you know, like those, those sort of, um, <laughs> those sort of sayings where it's like, one day you're going to go out with your friends. You're going to play outside with your friends for the last time. You guys are going to walk inside yeah. and never play outside again. Like it was, yes. it was like similar like, to that. And where they're it's right like, about that. Yeah. Like, and, and you're right. Like I literally, I was just like, I answered I answered that person's message and I didn't realize it would be the last time, but it was absolutely the last time. And I never spoke to that person again. Yeah. This is making me realize like the difference. It's actually maybe interesting and interesting conversation to have about the difference between drifting apart with someone versus cutting them off. Yeah. Because I've drifted apart from so many friends in life because I do think that that's just a natural phenomenon. Because if you think about it, you change year to year based on who you are. Oh yeah. It's, only realistic to presume that you might meet someone as a certain version of yourself and they're a certain version of themselves. You guys have a relationship that functions while you are those people. And one day you might 
transform into a different version of yourself. They transform into a different version of themselves. And those two people are not compatible. And that's a very different thing, but it can happen in similar ways where one day y'all just stop texting. Yeah. So what is the, what do you think the difference really is? Do you think it's the more active, because drifting apart is not the same as like, I'm not responding to that. But you know what? Maybe I didn't explain that properly. But the reason why I just never answered the call again is because like it was partly like it was contempt a little bit. I was just like, you're annoying. You annoy me. And I really hope that person isn't listening right now. But it is genuinely (laughs) how I how I felt at the time. I was like, you're annoying me. And, you know, I have a lot on my plate anyway. I just moved away. And like I I have my stuff going on and you're not being considerate of me. And you're making me you're making me feel like shit. So you don't really get a text back. And I feel like that was... Um, not to get divine feminine here. <laughs> not, Let's hear it. Not Let's to hear do it. that. But like, that was like one of the first times that I realized that I, I genuinely have like mechanisms to protect my own energy because I felt like, I felt like that was so draining. And obviously we're talking yeah. about the very sort of like wholesome kind of like, you know, he, he, ha, ha, we're kids. Like very like wholesome kind of aspect of cutting people off. But like there are genuine people who may not be actual, actually like, malicious or don't have malicious intent but have a very malicious effect on you where it's not just like oh yeah Yeah. i'm like relying on you all the time like genuinely are in bad places themselves and take that out on you and it and and you cannot take a passive sort of and i never answered their question again you literally have to put your foot you have to put your money where your mouth is you got to stand your ground and you got to cut people off and i feel like that is actually the most difficult sort of situations to be in um, and it definitely yeah. does take practice to be able to, you know, do that sort of thing. It's, it's hard. Yeah, it is really hard. I mean, even to this day, it's something I really struggle with. I'm trying to think when the first time I cut someone off was, I think it was honestly when I was 18. I think when I was 18, I officially cut someone off, but it was pretty easy because we hadn't spoken for a really long time. Uh, it was this person, let me explain. He was just very toxic. He was a friend of mine, definitely not in a good place for the four years I knew him in high school, maybe less than four years, actually. He was older. Um, and he was a very difficult person to deal with. He was very reliant upon me, even though I was, like, three years younger than him. It was just oh. kind of weird in hindsight. Yeah. Anyways, when I was in university in, in uh, first year, we just hadn't spoke for months because he had been in uh, university for a few years at that point. And I was now in Scotland. So it's just like, when, when are we ever going to really communicate? Um, yeah. But he sent me a dick pic. <laughs> Unsolicited. Oh, just out of the blue. Oh, bro. And it was followed. It was on Snapchat. God, and it was followed sucks. by images of, um, or for, sorry, video, cinema of him um, pleasuring himself. And that was just like such a moment for me. I was just, I had, speaking of divine feminine, I had a womanly shame moment where I was like, ew. Ew. And I just blocked him on everything in that moment. I just like, I blocked his number. I blocked him on Snapchat. I blocked, because I I just realized I was like, this person does not serve me, has never served me. But I think it was also made easier by the fact that one, he sent unsolicited dick pics. I was just not interested in that. Yeah, so he's definitely in the wrong. Yeah, 100% yeah. in the wrong. Like, I can point to why I cut him off, and everyone's yeah. going to agree with me. And we hadn't spoken for years, so there was really no confrontation about it. I could just block him, and the chances that he would notice were slim. And if he did notice, the chances that he would 
make an effort to contact me about that, we're next to nothing. Yeah. By the way, just a quick uh, tangent. The cinematography of unsolicited dick photos and pleasuring, self-pleasuring videos. <sighs> Men, if you're a man and you're listening to this, I just have to beg the question. Why do y'all all film your member in the same way? And why is it always disgusting? I don't want to Because <laughs> let me be clear. Let me be clear. Oh, Barack Obama, let me be clear. Let me be clear. I said this... <laughs> so good thank you oh my god i've been working Barack. on that one actually <laughs> that was really good um holy shit let me be clear as i said not in the market to body shame men i think you know so i'm not commenting on um penises generally okay i'm just saying that as a woman when you receive as anyone when you mm-hmm. receive an unsolicited, unsolicited image of someone's penis, did not ask. Nothing is nothing is less appealing on this mm-hmm. planet. I think I would rather receive an image of roadkill unsolicited. Truly, there's something that's so sinister about re- opening a Snapchat and it is a penis you did not ask to see. It's so sinister, and I would love for any man, if you're listening to this and you can prove me wrong, right? Please do. DM us on Instagram or DM me personally even. Has there ever been a time you've sent a woman an image of your member unsolicited and she's been happy about it? Has there has it ever worked? I'm saying not, she didn't say send me something. No, no, no. You were like, I'm gonna send this girl this. Has it ever gotten you anywhere? You know Tangent what? over. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'm just gonna add just a little bit, but like definitely Please. hot take. I feel like those guys who do that, they want the reaction of, oh my God, why did you send that to me? Oh, no, you're so right. Yeah, you're they so, so want that. Right. They they want they want that shock factor because it does something for them. Sickos. Yeah. Oh, God, No, that's, that's actually so true. And that's, Desiree and I once talked about how inescapable it is when a man hits on you, like on the street or like, leers at you or um, cat calls you because you can react with ew like go away and it excites it excites percent of the men yeah you can men. ignore the other ones and it excites the other 50 percent that you ignored them everything and you, you can react kindly and like a hundred percent of them are into that too so it's just it's there's no winning ever no, no um no. so you're actually correct about that you're actually correct about that. Oh, God, gross. But yeah, the tangent over. I know. <laughs> I'm glad you cut that guy off. Like, he was an absolute yeah. ass. Well, yeah, just had to. Um, and then the other person I cut off was also a toxic boy from high school, but that took years. I think that was when I was like 20. I officially cut him off. I'm only 22 now, so it's not much under the belt. Um, yeah. I think I probably cut off a total of four or five people in my life. Yeah. I think... Which maybe is high. Maybe that's actually high. Yeah, maybe, maybe I, I feel like that's a healthy amount, right? Because like the people right. who enter your life, not all of them are obviously are gonna stay. But there are some who just who just uh are hell bent on staying, and you don't want them there. <laughs> like, yeah, and so yeah, that's true. Definitely, because like I feel like the worst cutoff kind of situation is one where that person is still actively trying to stay in your life, is literally pushing yeah. against the tides to stay in your life, and two have a, a tendency to gaslight you and think as it, and and make you feel as if your your emotions are not valid. Um, and yeah. so as you said, I thought it was really interesting when you said, um, you know, that guy who sent you an unsolicited 
dick pic, it's so easy to, to point at that thing and say, this is why I cut you off because, you know, like you sent this thing, like you and I both know you sent yeah. this thing, which is like absolutely unacceptable. Yeah. It's way harder when you've been, say you've been in any kind of relationship, um, an actual, like, you know, you're in an actual relationship with someone, it's a friendship, but like their disregard for you, their um, dislike of you, their even hatred of you is like literally delivered to you in such small doses that you think that it's normal and you think it's fine. Yeah. And you're kind of gaslit into being like, well, this is what, this is what this relationship is supposed to be about. And when it hits a breaking point, like oftentimes we actually don't recognize why we're hitting this breaking point because we've been putting up with it for mm-hmm. so long and then when it hits that breaking point and you're like you're almost like am i crazy for feeling the way that i'm feeling yeah. um yeah. but like yeah that's when you got it girl girl university was my time to shine like university was <gasps> absolutely my time to shine baby like you know like yeah. i th- i feel like my sister's kind of like energy like really showed through because and jade knows this like once i'm fed up you cannot spoon feed me another. That's so true. Another fucking spoonful (laughs) of bullshit. I'm absolutely not with it. I'm so not with it. Yeah. And so within university, like, and obviously not going to call names. People might be listening. I don't really care. Um, But like my first time where I was like, oh, I got to cut this off. It was actually a guy that I was seeing. And uh, Jade, Jade knows this one a little bit too well unfortunately because he definitely mm-hmm. he, he bothered her as well um in, in a very just in horrible ways so basically with this person i um and it, it tends to happen when you're so young and naive right like when you're yeah, just like always yeah you're just like like you know someone's giving me attention he ha ha yeah um but you don't realize that you actually deserve to be treated way less i mean way way better than just like a dog um yeah but like you know, <laughs> you're just like t- taking t- taking crumbs because you think that that's like I don't know, you you think that that's what you're supposed to do. And this person, I'm definitely going to be mentioning this person in many episodes because I think that this person, oh my I god, will so too. many topics. <laughs> oh yeah, like so I gotta break topics. my silence on this one. Like I'm not calling yeah. out names, but literally this yeah. person, like I almost have to thank you because you're actually giving me so much content and. Um, yeah. like with, with that person, it got to a point where like I was with that person for about two months. Um, and within those two months, there were just so many like little, little tiny atrocities that were committed against me and my person and my energy and my heart and everything. Um, that yeah. it got to a point where I was like, I, it is now or never. If I do not cut this person off, this person is going to consume me and I will never be able yeah. to leave. And it was super yeah. hard. And like, Honestly, therapy was involved as well, but I think it's one of the strongest things you can do. Like definitely being like doubling down and being like, you're not going to treat me this way. I'm going to cut you off. Now, the thing is, is that if you're the police, <laughs> was that What's the police? Going on? <laughs> it's like fire brigade or the police. Maybe. Oh my what? God. Like the SWAT team just like breaks into your room and takes you away. <laughs> you just hear glass glass shattering because someone on a rope from the ceiling has bust my windows in with their boots what is going on we're never doing this on a thursday again wednesdays are recording days yeah oh oh my god God. oh my god but yeah like i it, it depends obviously you might be in situations luckily the situation i was in wasn't a dangerous one um and so i was able like you know more or less anyway um i was able to cut that person off like luckily 
that person had already moved out of that town. So it was easier Thank to cut God. that person off because they started a life somewhere else. So then I could, I was left behind. I can block Facebook, literally blocked on like his, yeah. even that person's email was blocked. Like literally everything is yeah. blocked about that person. And I know for sure that that person can never get to me. It's harder now when you either live with that person, have lived with that person, or you someone who used to be like a best friend to you. That's definitely yeah. different. Isn't it, Jade? That's very different. Oh, that shit, that shit's really different. Yeah. Another plane, another plane. <laughs> <laughs> There's another plane. Great. Um, this person, this person that Desiree is referring to, the, the, I cannot stress how important it was, though, that even that email was blocked. Yeah. Because we were dealing with someone who would have communicated via oh, email. Would have communicated via carrier pigeon oh, if they yeah. knew where we ended up moving. Truly. Um, that was a specific situation. Um, but yeah, having a friend or a someone you used to live with, like those are such sticky, sticky, sticky situations. Sticky. I do also think... Former romantic flame. Um, not this situation Desiree's referring to is very, very, very difficult. So I'm not undermining that at all. Mm-hmm. But I do think there is maybe you can justify cutting them off with the term X as well. Right. You can think to yourself, they're no longer a romantic source in my life and romantic presence in my life. Therefore, there isn't really a place for them in my life because people will cut off their exes even when it ended amicably, just because they think, why would we be in each other's lives? Um, with this person, obviously, it was difficult because you guys had like a friendship as well. I don't know, there was more there. But yeah. when you have a friend or a roommate, the stickiness of it all is how serious of a point it has to get to for you to cut them out. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Now, I've had to do this three times. Well... Well, actually, they've all been friends of mine when I think about it, but that I've had to cut off. But some were way harder than others. Yeah. Um, I think I the most recent one that occurred was n- painful for me, but it wasn't necessarily hard because, once again, they behaved in a way that I was able to deem as inexcusable. I can point to that as the reason we had to stop talking, and that was kind of, quote-unquote, easier for me because I was able to use that as a justification for my cutting them off, which you technically don't need, but I need it because I'm insecure in this realm. I feel like a lot of people would need it too. I feel like that definitely works yeah, right? for a lot of people, yeah. Just like something to hold on to. Another person though from the past who I have had to cut off, that was way more difficult. I know Desiree shares in this experience. Mm-hmm. That was far more difficult because there wasn't... There was a catalyst, there was a catalyzing moment, but what it it wasn't big enough to represent an entire separation. What was big enough to represent an entire se- separation was many past little events that built up. Yeah. And it's so hard to, to think that those are all worth. Yeah, yeah, and it's so hard to like explain to people because as far as everyone else knows, your relationship with someone has been completely fine for years and good for years because as Desiree said earlier you have kind of just been like well that's what it is to be friends with this person you put up with xyz right um and that was a very hard that situation you don't tell people because you keep it in the friend group yeah you don't tell people so when when this when the cutoff happens it's like well what happened exactly and cutting someone off who for the person we're talking about like 
I actively loved them, had a lot of love for them while that was happening. That's very, very oh, difficult yeah. to yeah. go through. And that's why it's painful. It is painful. I feel yeah. like that that kind of situation definitely calls for a lot of compassion. Um, yeah. You know, like it, it definitely calls a lot, causes a lot of, um, is caused for a lot of compassion. This person in particular um, was someone who was actually like quite a close friend, like all throughout university and things of that sort. Um, but it did come to a point where for me anyway, cause like I can only speak about my experience of the ending of that sort of, um, friendship is it came to a point where I either had to choose between them or between me, um, between them and me, I, I, I meant to say, cause I felt like I had to sacrifice myself and my values and who I was becoming in order to, mm-hmm in order to accommodate or in order to make that person feel, uh, I don't know, like good about themselves, consistent about the relationship um, that was happening. And I feel like everyone has a sense of, everyone definitely has a sense of um, how much they can take and how much they're, they're willing to put up with. And also a sense of how much someone is willing to change. And I feel like one of the most important things that people should really, really lean into doing is listening to intuition, my friends. <laughs> like, yeah. That's going to take you a long way. It's going to take you a long yeah. way because I think a lot of times we fall into the trap that we need to explain to people. We need to have a, an actual um, verifiable, solid um, reason that holds water to other people as to why we do the things that we do and honey sometimes you need to Mm -hmm. cut off that person they're doing things to you that are unexplainable to other people if you know how that person is doing you and you know the effect that you might be having on that person as well it might be negative it's time to just cut it off for for the both yeah yeah and that's such that's such a real thing is trusting and intuition yeah i think that we gaslight ourselves not to sound so chronically online right gaslighting we're gaslighting Gaslighting, girl bossing gatekeeping also divine feminine right now divine feminine yeah protect your energy i can't help it um you kind of gaslight yourself into thinking that you need those specific pieces of evidence but there is something to be said for when you just feel something is off yeah um i have had to in recent years (laughs) reevaluate how much I lean on intuition because I've been a person who has perhaps self-sabotaged because I trust intuition a little bit too much or perhaps let's say have had an inability to separate what is intuition and what is fear fear yes and what is like fight or flight kicking in because of you know just like genuine fear over certain things so it's easy for me to be like my intuition is telling me Desiree is mad at me and hates me and doesn't want me as a friend. And then I have to be like, hold on, is that intuition or is that actual issues? You yeah. know, fear arising from your own actual insecurity. Yeah. So if we are able to separate that and you're able to rely on intuition, 100% do it. We've talked about this. People's lives have been saved from when they were just like, ooh, I have a weird feeling about that. I'm not going to do that. Or I have a weird feeling about that person. I'm not going to engage with them. I'm not going to do this. Because oftentimes, I think we forget intuition is not solely some sort of spiritual messaging we're getting from a different dimension. It's oftentimes 
something that you have instinctually put together. You could it's argue primitive. animals have intuition. It's primitive. Animals will be standing somewhere, freeze up, and know to run the other way because they can just tell a fire is barreling through the woods. Yeah. You, we have that ability too. Your senses, your sense of sight, smell, your ability to like pick up on the micro um, expressions or movements of someone else, it can all tell you such a story. Oh, yeah. And that's really what your intuition is. It's, as you said, that primitive instinct of something is off here something is wrong something's not happening the way it should i need to either get out or handle it differently and you should lean into that that's a power it's a big power i think one of my favorite um this is definitely an aside but one of my favorite times in which jade has used her intuition um and it was the most (laughs) primitive thing i've ever seen in my entire life and i was like i stand so much we were okay so i think we had mentioned before we had another podcast um and in university we we recorded it actually we recorded it live and so we it was like we were on the radio yeah we were on the radio gals and guys and whoever else is out there yeah like we were out we were we were on the radio we were on the airwaves and the content that we did was so spooky and honestly it it would kind of freak me out because we'd be we'd be in that studio and it'd be dark as shit anyway so whenever we we had that we had the 11 to midnight slot by the way so we'd get done at midnight so it's giving heebie-jeebie and it's like it's night (laughs) (laughs) it's night we're walking home from the studio and there is someone who is in front of uh, the gate that we need to um, tra- traverse <laughs> to get to our flat. And um, that person was not moving. They had their hood up. They were looking very, very, um, very suspect. And also looking up at the windows um, of like, that was like literally right below our apartment. But at this point in time, I can't tell where that person is looking. Um, it could be looking straight into our windows, um, but they wouldn't budge. I literally said, Hey, Hey sweetie, can you, can you move? And they didn't budge. And I only felt the whip of wind, um, behind my back and Jade was halfway down the literal alleyway night all but all but all but flailing her arms and screaming she was not doing that but like it was literally all i saw was that her looking me dead in the face going like this and literally bolting like and as soon as she bolted i started following because obviously the instinct is if i see someone running i'm running too like i'm definitely gonna be running but yeah like the jade listens to our instincts in other ways like if it's dangerous that bitch is gonna. Oh my god, Usain Bolt. Listen, what? <laughs> what Desiree is not telling you guys is that her and I were dicking around so much on this in this alleyway to come home. We were screaming, laughing, making so much noise. Okay, this is important. This is evidence. Okay, because I stand by my running. Okay, everyone was like, "Oh, it was just a person with their hood up. They probably had headphones no, and they couldn't so hear freaky. you." No, so listen freaky. to me here. Something about that was sinister. I don't know if it was paranormal. I don't know if it was, it was murderous. Oh Something was so sinister about that because we come down the alleyway. We see this person and they're standing right in front of our gate we need to unlock as Desiree explained. So it it alarms us. It's midnight. We've just been talking about lizard people and how Queen Elizabeth's skin is but a skin over a lizard person. Right. You know, God rest the Getting yes. a little crazy. God, God rest the lizard. We've been getting a little crazy in, in the studio. So we're, you know, like already on edge. We see this person. We see their hood. We both screech because also Desiree and I really <laughs> oh my God, do yeah, feed yeah. off of each other in a, really yeah, in a positive and negative way actually yeah 
Yeah. If she's scared, I'm scared. If I'm scared, she's twice as scared. And it just like it becomes this loop. Exponentially. Um, yes. So we see someone, we both scream. And when I scream, as Desiree explains, like I hit like decimals of like <laughs> Like my scream is, it's loud. All right. You're going to hear me. It's not just loud. The frequency is so high. It is so high. And she'll go there. You don't think she'll go there? Because you can hear her voice, right? The thing is, is like, Jay doesn't have like the the highest voice. Like, you know, it's very sultry. It's very um, sultry, very sexy, but it will go there. It will literally like, I mean, she'll hit those Mariah Carey. <laughs> literally like it will oh my god i can't even do it but it, it actually have an example i could literally put in an audio clip to give an example maybe i will just so you guys can oh god, have yeah. reference points so we scream like like and i hit those decimals you know and we scream so loud you know and then we both start laughing here was what was so sinister about that when we screamed that person's body it didn't jump didn't it didn't budge. move it didn't even not a head twitch from that body they were focused. and that to me was very unhuman that to me was very unhuman unanimal like right. something about that was not a it was like a lizard person to me because it's an instinct you almost can't deny it that if you hear a scream like that you would turn your body would react and it was loud enough that you, even if headphones were in you were going to hear something also it's past midnight this person we think it was a girl based on evidence we collected later yes yes um you're alone identity with on the street Identity without redacted was on the street. Um, redacted was standing there. Redacted is a woman, and mm-hmm. you're telling me that at past midnight on the street, yeah, come on, now. with her her hood up, standing in the cold, she hears screams. She doesn't even budge. Not that was so weird to me. And then we both kind of thought it was weird because we started innately approaching her much slower. And then Desiree was like, "Excuse me, hi." And Nothing. I was near her Excuse ear. Excuse me, hi. I was literally because I was yeah, like, "Why aren't you basically moving? whispering in her ear?" Nothing, not a budge. I didn't even see her shoulders moving for breathing. And it was all of those little things. Like I said, my animal brain kicked in and I was like, something's wrong. We're, we're hightailing it out of here. We're running. out of here. We ran, by the way, down the street. We didn't know what to do or where to go. We were like screaming. We ran into a bar. <laughs> we went into a bar. At literally 12 a.m. So we like we're safe there. Yeah, I told you. I think we wanted, we wanted to go into the bathroom to like decompress, but we saw people we knew and we couldn't act normal. Anyways, this is such a tangent. Uh, yeah. Look, <laughs> trust your instincts. I will... I will hightail it out of anywhere if I feel like I need to. And I, I do think it's saved my life before. And oh, I yeah. just don't even know about it. For sure. Um, but certain people, Desiree also does know this about me, because the particular individual we were referring to earlier that was involved with Desiree, I all but saw this person once and and I was like, I don't trust. I don't trust and I don't like. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with them. Um, Jade called it literally the first time that... I think... I. Desiree had just gotten involved with someone. I saw that certain someone out on my own time. Right. And I thought to myself, interesting, let me observe them. Within two minutes, I I said to myself, this is sinister. It's and I, horrible. Instead yeah. of being a good friend, instead of, being, instead of being a good friend and being like, I'm supportive, I went home and I told her, I was like, this she is She was sinister. an even better friend and was like, this is horrible. Yeah, so she, she had called <laughs> it from something. the jump. And you know, it's funny you say like, that sort of intuitive kind of behavior saved your life. If I didn't cut this person off, I am 100% in belief that I would now be sitting probably somewhere um, in a commune, um, churning butter. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably like having my second kid by now. I am a sister wife. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Truly like, (laughs) It sounds handmaid's so tale. outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Handmaid's no, tale. No, but it's sort of real. Stuff. It's serious. But it's so real. Like, that's the kind of yeah. person that... 
any way that I perceived this person to be. So yeah, it can, it can, uh, to say the least, cutting people off can, can save your life and definitely change your life for the better. Yeah. 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 I think that it requires, it requires a lot of self confidence and a lot of self dignity and a lot of support of yourself and belief that you deserve more. Yeah. And I do think in many ways, like that act of quote unquote protecting your energy is a big act of self-love, but it's never easy. And I'm no. still really working on it. So I'm am still I really working on it. Honestly, yeah. like I think my craziest cutoff is literally involved like um, a person that um, a person as well as their family members. Like I went down the line. <laughs> Like, she said, you know, she said I firing know. squad. Oh yeah, it was a firing squad that I had going on. Um, and I shouldn't be laughing over that. And it's literally so immature for me to laugh over that. But like, I mean, it was. No, I think I think that was though. that was one of my best um cut off um moments for sure. Because man, yeah. man, did I go for it. But yeah, you you just gotta you just gotta stand in yourself, stand in your truth, and stand in your power. Um, yeah, truly. And I know that was also very divine feminine, but. You know, yeah. I have a love hate. Like, I have a love hate relationship with divine feminine because I am actually a divine feminist, but also yeah. I'm still going to. Yeah. Um, I'm still gonna uh, shit on it from time to time. We have Desiree. You and I contain such multitudes because we're both hippy dippy yes. assholes. Yes. At uh, you know, at the same time, absolute liberal snowflakes. At the uh-huh. same time, yep. Willing to toss all of those values under a bus if it's funny. Yes. And yeah. I think that that's a beautiful beautiful it is, combination. It's a gorgeous thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. Um cuz I'm also a hippy dippy unbearable person to be around because I too, I'm like, well the divine feminine lives within us all. Right, right, know, regardless right. Regardless of right. sex. Regardless of sex, you have the divine feminine in you and I will be talking about how much of it I feel I have. Yeah. Um I think we really, the answer to the question of like, when do you cut someone off, which is kind of what we opened with, I guess what we ended up on, even though it wasn't that intentional, is intuition. Yeah. When you feel. Your gut will will tell you, your gut will tell you when it's time. And you might have to go through those months, maybe even years of questioning, is it time or not? Yeah. You know, where you're, where you think, is this, do I need to cut this person out of my life or not? I think you probably get to a point though where, at least for me, and I think it, for you as well, you get to a point where no other option is feasible. Yeah, it's a survival thing. You it's can. time. It's they're out. They're out. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So it it definitely is a it's a you thing, and yeah, I think it helps getting advice from friends and all of that. But at the end of the day, the common yeah. denominator and like the final judge and the final decision is definitely you. And so, yeah, you you got two buds over the airwaves that completely support you. If you're in a situation right now where you, where you're thinking about Mm. cutting off someone, um, go ahead and go ahead and like really weigh your options. And if at the end of the day, you know that your decision is coming from intuition and not the, the fear that you might hold, then yeah, make the leap. I, it's, it's, it'll be hard, I think going through it, but your life will be made better. Once you know yeah. that, you know, the people in your life are the people who need to be there and are contributing very good and positive things. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's so much more to say on this topic. We definitely have to end, but maybe we'll have to do another episode about this because I think there's so many places we could take this. Literally. And but, I, I have, yeah. I've literally thought up three more stories in my head. <laughs> like, 
like just at the end of this episode i'm like oh yeah i remember that time yeah yeah there's 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 so many well maybe i have to do a part two of this episode because this was fun we as desiree said free testicled it um truly which i think actually went well um so yeah like she said you have our full support um but if you liked what you heard here today Make sure to follow us on Instagram at tincanular.podcast to be up to date with episode themes, ask us questions and more, and be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can hear our new episodes that come out every Monday. Yeah, subscribe to us. We want to we want to we want to talk to you a bit more. Yeah, we we got a lot to say. We got a lot to say. So, yeah, peace out. Trust your intuition and fight or flight. I'm a big proponent of Usain Bolting. Oh yeah, I absolutely. As soon as you, you try it, as soon as you feel in your gut to start running, just do it. Haul ass, literally yes. just haul ass. No matter who's around you, just haul ass. Haul ass, do it. All right, bye now. All right, bye.